Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply or go to replay on a check swing to in a series like that. You can't, I mean, that's crazy that they ended the series on that. I'm sorry. I just was reminded of it during the break because it's on in the background here and I've seen it from every angle imaginable. It's not close. That's my boy Wilmer too, man. You don't do Wilmer Flores like that. Now he was 0 for 17 against Scherzer in his career. So he's probably going to end up striking out. I think the reason they don't is because it's supposed to be a judgment call. But if it's that wrong, if your judgment is that off, not only should you be able to review it and overturn it, you should be able to remove the umpire from the field of play and just <laughs> rotate your boy from right field down to first base and say, my man, you got double duty tonight. Like, it's a regular season game. We got to get this guy out of here. He sucks. He does suck, and it's unfortunate that a series that great ends that way. But I will say uh, it is not surprising to see the Dodgers move forward. I wonder out of curiosity what America wants. Do they want Boston and in, in, in the Dodgers? Do they want Houston and L.A. in a rematch? Uh, what would be the worst-case scenario? Would that be a Braves-Astros series? What, what's the worst imaginable outcome for Major League Baseball? Which, by the way, and I'll move on from baseball here in a second, has had nothing but big wins this year since they made the changes uh, with the sticky stuff. The game got better. There was more action. They have verifiable proof of that. Uh, it resembled a more fun game that could lure people back to it uh, instead of away from it. And the postseason has been really interesting. So I, I am just kind of curious what would be the big win for baseball here. Oh, the big win is Boston, L.A. The big loss is Houston and, and Atlanta. There's there's yeah. no way that that carries the amount of viewership on the coasts that Boston and L.A. would. Even some facsimile, right, L.A. against Houston or, or Boston against the Braves, that would do way better, even though it's a fully East Coast series, I think, for the total audience for Major League Baseball. For me, all I've got left is I know they're the evil empire. All I've got left are the Dodgers because of our mutual friend Johnny Mack. That's it. I, I don't like any of these other teams. The Braves are a likable team, but I don't like that franchise. So I'd be happy for Corey Clark, obviously, if the Braves want to be thrilled for him and my brother-in-law and some others. But, man, it's this is not the Final Four that I wanted. This is the worst Final Four we could have had. Anybody but the Astros, buddy. Anybody but the Astros. Let's answer Robert's question because we did allude to it in the first hour, and I have touched on it a couple times this week, but I think it's it's great because the kid deserves some credit. And he's been here for, I don't know, a good part of his adult life. Uh, and, and that's Babyon Johnson. Uh, Robert writes, does anyone agree that Babyon Johnson did a good slash great job replacing Love Taylor at right guard last week? Uh, yes, yes, I do agree. Uh, I think he did a very good. I'll, I'll meet you in the middle. I think he did a very good job. I have talked about this some, um, that that kid has been important. 
and and the baby on that is, look, in many ways, it points to just how banged up Devontae Love Taylor has been. He has not been close to the guy we saw a year ago before his injury. So when he came out of the game after getting hurt, um, you know, I thought in many ways, I think Baby on Johnson's gonna do a better job. Like I like moving forward, even if Devontae Love Taylor were healthy, I'm telling you, I think I would think about starting Baby on Johnson. Ah, uh, you know what? That impact was hard to deny, man. It, it is. And again, it's not that we don't love our boy from Warchant TV, right? No, here he's with great. Talk, great. But if you're not a hundred percent then that obviously changes the equation here because we all know that if DLT was 100%, he could probably play three, maybe four positions on this offensive line better than the current people who are there. But that's not the reality of the situation right now. The good news is for so many position groups, including offensive line, after you get through this bye week and you get freshened up, I know that's a big point everybody's harping on this week, but if you do what you're supposed to do against UMass and you show up with the intensity against UMass that we did, in the first half of the game against Syracuse and, and throughout the game against North Carolina, you're going to be able to evaluate a lot of players. And usually for us as fans in Florida State, that's the fun part because we get to see the four- and five-star blue chippers that are up and coming in the next two or three seasons. Right now it's, show me what you got because we don't have much. Are you somebody that can help me between now and the end of the season? Are you somebody we really like to be a player for us next year? For Bavion's, to Bavion's credit and for his account, that game is going to be, can you continue the trend that, that we've seen so far? Can you road grade UMass the way you're supposed to? Because then maybe he'll outright earn the snaps against Clemson the next week. You need your best five, whoever they are. Whether or not they work for Warchan or work with Warchan or not through an NIL deal, you've got to have your best five ready to go against that Clemson defensive front. They're not as good of a program, but they're going to be the biggest test we see in the next month. Oh, yeah, no, their defensive line is still elite, and they've got defensive talent that's elite across the board. So that's a, an uphill battle for Florida State. I just, I'm really curious. You know, it's tonight, Tom. I mean, we get to see Clemson tonight. Oh, and that's, that's listen, I love the game, man. I care about that more than I do the AC, ALCS. I want to see that game because it's a weird matchup for Clemson. Yeah, I like the matchup for Clemson. I think they win this game, and I would like them to cover. Um, I mean, I, I don't personally have a stake in the game i'm saying that if you made me bet it i'd bet clemson and i would give the points i don't know how syracuse is going to move the football in this game and i think that in truth you can run around on syracuse you've got a quarterback that can move they've got to get dj moving around he's not he his confidence has been absolutely shattered uh throwing the football that offensive line's not real good uh he's already having to constantly get off his spot but why wouldn't you design a game plan similar to what Florida State just did against North Carolina? Hey, swallow your pride. I get it. That's not what you want to do. Uh, DJ's six foot five, two hundred and fifty plus pounds, and can move. Get yep. him out and run around. Yep. Get him out yep. and run around. I mean, I would do it instantly. And if that happens, um, I think Clemson will cruise. Now, if they remain pig-headed and they want him to throw the ball and they want him to stand in the pocket and try to, you know, that offensive line has struggled mightily. You could have yourself a clunker into the second half, and we know that's a weird place to play, the no-atmosphere thing. We've seen it happen before. I don't know. I, I'm rooting for it to be fun. I hope I'm wrong about Clemson covering, but I do want to see where their head is at. I think Clemson is in a messed up place right now. If you watched some of their player interviews this past week, you see a group that's scratching their heads a little bit, and they're having to defend their coaches, which is incredible. It's beautiful is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
let that guy squirm a little bit. He hasn't squirmed in far too long, and little did we know that Steve Spurrier was our ally in this fight. I remember back then, initially, when he would pick on Dabo every single year. Some of us, because Clemson wasn't the rival it is now, or it wasn't the power, certainly, that it is now. Some of us down here were like, man, Steve, take it easy. He's not your equal. But then Dabo became this monster who puts on the bronzer before the college football playoff show every December as they announce that they're in the playoff again, and he's all shucks, and he's still got – he learned something from Steve. He's got that little edge to him. We haven't seen him squirm outside of talking about that there's a sin problem in the world and he doesn't want players paid in the last five years. So this is good. Let's start asking fundamental questions about Brett Venables and the fact that maybe Tony Elliott isn't the guy after all. Maybe that guy went down to USF. Good, good. Let those questions flood in because let that thing implode. Dabo can go take the Alabama job in two or three years or go find an NFL gig. You can see the makings are there, but Clemson has to do more this season in order to put themselves in a position where next year at the ACC kickoff, you got questions about the health of the program rather than questions about how many all ACC players are they going to have? I cracked up laughing. We were just playing at the end of the last hour, and you just reminded me of it. We were just playing what coach fits where and why, right? And who's a good fit and, you know, personality? Does he match the community? Does he, you know, what is his philosophy? All that stuff. I read a report earlier this week that's, <laughs> this is so great. Uh, that said that that lunatic, Al Davis's son, uh, is looking and has been talking to people about reaching out to Dabo. Oh, come you, on. Please make it happen. Can you imagine? Can you think of a worse fit in the world, A, Dabo coaching professional football, B, coaching professional football in Las Vegas? That would be hilarious. He He's already concerned about sinners. Can you imagine him in Vegas? Typically the types – that preach about sin are the most sinful among us, sir. Yes. Not to get too Sunday, you know, preachy, yeah. but usually those guys are the ones that enjoy a town like Las Vegas more than most and in ways that you can't possibly fathom. Oh, I hope. I hope the day comes that he signs that deal and within two years they find him in a hotel room with an underage hooker and mountains of cocaine. That and would be the most glorious moment in the last 20 years. With the House of the Rising Sun playing in the background. <laughs> Like he's Sharon Stone in Casino. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it was too much for Dabo in the end. And we never were enough. We never were enough. We can dare to dream, my friend. We can dare to dream. Him going to Vegas would be the best. And I'm just picturing the stories and the headlines and the captions and the moments he's being led from the hotel room. It would yep. be too good. I mean, that would be. He's got aviators on, you know, just because he doesn't want to look at anybody in the eye. He's got Another no one. shirt on. There's inexplicably, there's blood on his arm. <laughs> We usually we usually make these references when we talk about anybody who has uh, uh, the inability to resist temptation taking jobs in Tampa. You're know, like, that's not what you want to do, boys. This is a den of iniquity. Do not take that Tampa job if you can't just keep it between the lines and go home every night. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be walking arm in arm with Urban Meyer too, with Dabo Sweeney, because Urban brought up Las Vegas out of nowhere. Urban, what about Columbus? Well, in Las Vegas, you know, Tre Trevor was there, and uh, yeah, yeah. you got to be careful. What would you know about Vegas, Urban? Oh, I'm sure you know everything about Vegas, Urban. Yeah. Dabo and Urban in the adult pool at the Palms. That is correct, Ryan. That is a good time. I mean, and what we have also figured out is those guys, 
I mean, I said this about Urban Meyer. I mean, we've already knew that he was a fraud and, and, and that he was morally bankrupt. We knew that for a lot of different reasons. He's revealed that countless times. But I also said the biggest thing we learned about him when not flying home with the team after a loss and then hiding behind wanting to see his grandkids instead of getting drunk and grabbing ass, I, I, the, number th- well, the number one thing we learned was that he doesn't have friends, that he doesn't have friends, that, because that's, there's no chance that a friend who understands your influence and your high-profile stature would ever let you have that 17th drink the second you get handsy. They're going to be like, okay, all right, listen, Tom, we got to go home, man. This is getting loose. There are people here. Everybody's got a phone camera. We got to ride. This is no good decisions about to be made. Let's go. Urban, I've seen this song and dance before. I mean, come on, Urban. Remember <laughs> that roadie to Happy Valley? Like, come on now. Just <laughs> get to that level. It is, Urban. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. You can't tell. We can see it. You can't. Just trust us. Let's go. Well, you got to have a guy. You got to have a guy that has your best interest in mind. He loves you and he cares deeply about you. And he knows that you struggle in certain areas. And when those moments are presented, he's there to intervene or she, whomever, whatever, you know, typically, because if that guy cannot be counted on to make good decisions and urban has proven time and again, he cannot be counted on to make good decisions. You better have a right. Hell, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars should have probably hired a guy to make sure they shepherd urban everywhere he goes and allow him to be the hypocrite that he is, but just put their arm around him occasionally and whisper in his ear. Okay. We're at that point, urban. We've reached yeah. that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Jerry Jones, Des Bryant plan. Just that make was sure the best got- ever. You have got somebody shadowing the whole time. And you know what? It's not a bad plan. It's not a bad plan for Urban. The funny thing is, think about it. Now that we're, what are we, two, two and a half weeks out of that? And Urban was saved by John Gruden, by the way. Maybe he was the one who leaked it. Maybe he's got a friend in the Washington organization, and they're the one because he needed to take the heat off of him. It's perfect timing. But, man, I'm just thinking about all the the things he said. Like, people visited him at, at the restaurant, and they wanted to take pictures, and he got dragged out of there. Like, think about that. It's more ridiculous by the moment, that particular Correct. idea that he got. It was it was mad when he first said it. And now it's just ridiculous. Like, how could you be in that locker room and respect that guy? How could he ever earn it back? He doesn't. He won't earn it back. But I don't want him to fire him. I, I want him to have to endure the hell. I want him to sit in Dante's Inferno. I want him to have to sit there day by day, hating his life, knowing he's lost all respect amongst. Listen, he began his tenure there by losing respect in the locker room with the first two things that he did. He hired a coach, the strength and conditioning coach from Iowa, who had basically been let go for racist comments. Okay, so right off the bat, strike one. Then you bring in Tim Tebow, who hasn't been on a football field since 2012, and you give him a roster spot, in essence, taking it away from a guy who's A, practicing hard every day, plays the position and is out there. And B, you know it's a circus. You're doing it for PR reasons. Nobody respects that whatsoever. And then three, this happens. So he's already done massive amounts of damage to both his character, but his reputation within the locker room has long gone. And I want him to have to feel the weight of that every day that he walks in there and they lose. Now, if you're a Jags fan, that's not what you want. If you're a Jags fan, you're saying, fire him and let's move on. This isn't going to work. The players aren't going to play hard for him. Agreed, agreed. But from the outside looking in, I want him to have to endure it. I don't want him to get his to be able to take his ball and go home with a weighty paycheck because he screwed things up and then he gets his wish by being ousted before the season even ends. You know the best part about this week, this weekend for him? They had to go to London. They're kicking off at 9.30 on Sunday. They're playing the Dolphins at Tottenham Hotspur. So the handlers are going to have to follow him across the pond to make sure he doesn't stop by a pub near you for a little late-night action after that game's over. 
Yeah, um, I think he'll be ready to take it uh, on, on home with the quickness after that game. I'm actually picking Miami to win that game. I told you I laughed this week. There are two rules of thumb. When a, when a bad team is giving points, take the other team. The other rule of thumb is if you're facing Jacksonville, always take the team that's not Jacksonville. So that's like I do think the Dolphins are going to win that game, and things can't get much worse because they're not playing real well right now, and they haven't been playing well in weeks. My man Flores, I don't think he's lost the team in the same way Urban has, but boy, has has Miami taken a huge step backwards? You don't want to play a now or never game in London, you know, like plain oh. and simple. Because we thought the now or never game was on Sunday against the Bucks, and they put up a fight for a half, but then they, you know, the Bucks ran away and hid. This is a must. I mean, they got to go across the pond and go play the Jags, which they should be. But weird things happen in London, like overs all the time. I, I don't think it happened. Yes, for it the- did. It did? It hit the 47, over? And I had over 46. Oh, my goodness. Yes, that, it did. That late touchdown. That was, yes. oh, that was a backdoor cover the likes of Philadelphia and Tampa last night. Let, let me tell you something. I bet the over uh, over 46 in London because I told you 68% or 60, whatever it was, 67, 68% of the games that have been played in London over the years have be, always gone to the over. And I was sitting there watching that game. Now, that's how degenerate I am. I'm watching that game, that god-awful game. And when that last score happened, I was like, you beautiful you know what? Yeah, I was so happy. I was 47 points. There we go. So my question for you is, were you enjoying a mimosa at the time? No, I was not. No, I had actually forgotten the game was on. I don't usually watch the London games because it's always two sorry ass teams that we don't care about, uh, care about, i.e. Miami Jacksonville this weekend. Yeah, um, you know, and, the but then I but then I, I tuned it in the third quarter. You know, the worst part of that game, the, the worst part about it, among many things is it takes the NFL Network pregame show off the air, which is the best one. I'm like, could you go on CBS for that pregame show that nobody watches with Phil Sims and Boomer? Could you just put the game on there? They put it on NFL Network, and that is by far the most entertaining two- or three-hour lead-up to NFL Sunday. Do we want to uh, – we'll, we'll step aside here. Do we want to come back and we'll get uh, mom's picks uh, yep. from last week? That's what we'll do next. Uh, we've, got, we've even got my mom on the stream yard and the advanced technology where she's at her house. I'm here. You're there. This is great. We're making it happen on a Libations Friday. Yes, Tom. I'll tell you also, I'm going to go downstairs and grab the birdhouse and bring it up so I can show it so she could see it for the first time during this <laughs> I thought you were about to say, hold on a minute, I'm going to go downstairs and grab a drink. Because uh, this feels like the pandemic Zoom calls that we used to do where everybody was drinking just to get by. <laughs> I thought you were about to, uh, Tom, we're on the air. We're on Matthew, the air, man. Matthew, kill the 93.3 feet. It's time for a libation. Yeah. yeah that's it's the Jeff Cameron Show, Libations Friday, Real Talk Radio, 93.3 and War Chat TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network.
Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. This ain't the hardest that I thought. It is just about that time, and it's uh, just like last week, I realized I failed to keep tabs on uh, what occurred. I, I don't know. If mom gained on me or if I extended my lead or not, she'll be here to join us uh, momentarily. You know, it's the first time I've really seriously looked at this slate, Tom, just checking to see which games I'm most excited about. Would you nominate Arizona and Cleveland for that? I would. Absolutely. It's at 4 o'clock. Last week, you took the Bills and she took the Chiefs. So So I extended my lead. Yeah, yep. that's nice. That's a, that's, a, that's a good one. That's good. All right, cool. Well, if you would, then hit the sounder and let's get caught up. Let's get two. And now for another edition of the family pick, Nick. Go to your room! My the meatloaf! Take it away, Jeffrey. All right, making her StreamYard debut is uh, Mama Cameron. There she is, all smiles and happy to be here, of course. Hey, Mama. I I've got my Buck shirt on. Yes, you. <laughs> I figured you would. I thought you might be surrounded by nothing but Bucks paraphernalia, so that's I good. Know. I got well. If I'm going to do this more often, I got to get this place a little more glamorified. It's uh, yeah, I I agree with you. I agree with you. All right, so I had Buffalo last week, and they pound the Chiefs. So what is my lead up to now? Is it three or four? I think it's four. I do too. I think I it was too. three, and then you won last week. I believe it's four. All right, it's four games. So you, you got to buckle in here, Mama. This is is it's about to get away from you. I I know, I know. Well, but I remember. I keep telling you. Last year, I think I was five down, and I came back with a resounding victory. So roaring just, back. All right. So the boring game in London, Miami, and yeah. Jacksonville, two teams that are struggling to put it mildly. I I'm taking Miami. I I don't know these. There's some games. And this slate, I know you were just talking about that. There's some either really not so good games or some killers. All right, we There's both seven. have. My, by the way, we both had the Bucks last night, and obviously they won, and that was relatively easy. They tried to make it scary at the end, but uh, yeah. they get the win, and they just keep on keeping on. And then now from there, we both have Miami. So Green Bay at Chicago. Yes, I have Green Bay. Cincinnati at Detroit. Now that's the – that game, I, you know, that coach, I love that coach. Bless his heart, he cried last week. And he was, and I think that team is really so close. And I kind of think they might win this week because of all of his emotions. So anyway, I'm picking Detroit. I know, know I like where your head, I but, like where your mom, you can't talk while I'm talking. Hold on. Sorry, sorry, I, sorry. I like, I like where your head is at, by the way. Also, I feel bad for Campbell as well. They've lost on field goals, uh, the likes of which are obscene. 66 yards, 58 yards, off the post, every other way imaginable. Um, But I do think this is a good Cincinnati team, and I'm going to lean that direction. I'll take Cincinnati, so we got a game difference right off the bat. Okay, I figured you would, but I've just got to take Detroit for that coach. Houston at Indianapolis. Yeah, that game is a Another one. I, I'm taking Indy. The uh, the Rams at the Giants. 
I'm taking the Rams. Kansas City at Washington. Yeah. Now that game, I don't know what's going on with Kansas City. Do you have any insight into that? I took Kansas City, but I don't know. That's kind of concerning. Yeah, I think they'll be all right. It's a get-right game for them. Washington isn't nearly as good as they were a year ago on defense. Kansas City's problem, Mom, is their defense sucks. Um, So that's where they're at. Yeah, Minnesota at Carolina. Yeah, I took Minnesota. I doesn't Carolina. They have some people that are out, and one of their main guys is hurt. And I, I don't know. And I think Minnesota is better than their record. I think they're both pretty damn average teams. I, this is a, a coin flip game for me. I've really struggled with it. Uh, I, I'm going to take Minnesota as well, though. I will. I'll take them to go on the road and get the win. Um, here's, a, here's a fun game. The Chargers traveling cross country to go to Baltimore. Yeah, I know. I, I know that's always difficult, but I took the Chargers. Me too. We've got Arizona at Cleveland in the game of the week. Holy smokes, isn't that a game? The two Oklahoma quarterbacks, and holy moly. Um, I'm taking Arizona. I think I'm going to take Cleveland. I think oh. I'm going to take Cleveland here at home. That should be a fun game, though. Arizona's got to lose at some point. I'll take Cleveland here to eke one out. I've got the, uh, oh, my God, what a jumbled mess they are in Las Vegas on the road against Denver. I think we're both going to take Denver here. Yes, I think they are a jumbled mess there, and that's got to be very hard on their morale and everything. So, yeah, I took Denver. Dallas at New England. I'm taking Dallas. The uh, Seattle Seahawks travel to Pittsburgh. Right, but now they're without uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, right? Mm-hmm. Who plays quarterback when he's not playing? Geno Smith. Oh, Lordy. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm taking Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a toughie. I too will take Pittsburgh because of that. Okay. Uh we've got Buffalo at Tennessee. <laughs> I'm taking Buffalo. Me too. All right, Mama. We don't have much in the way of differences again this week, but uh we there it is. Different? We've Let's got see. I've got Cincy and Cleveland. You've got Detroit and Arizona. That's right. Okay. All righty. Well, yeah, that's not, um, yeah, we just have two different. Okay. Well, maybe I'm going to make a big, but you're right, Tom. Go Bucks is right. But that's the birdhouse. Oh, that's the birdhouse. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. That would be, (laughs) that's awesome. (laughs) Oh my God. Is it really a birdhouse? I mean, it's a true birdhouse. Oh, yeah, it's made out of wood. Yeah, the, the funny part is, well, not funny, but in retrospect now, this is the worst week to do it. But it says in the very front, Chucky for president. So we're going to have to find a different slogan. Oh, yeah, uh, we might have to paint over that. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah, so. We'll, yeah, I'll, just paint I'll, over that red paint. Cause, cause paint over that and put Derek Brooks for president. There you go. Yeah, we'll have to fix that. Yeah, that's a shame, too. Because I, I don't know. I was always a big John Gruden fan, but. Not not anymore. No. I love you, Mama. Thank you. I love you, too. This was fun, this streaming thing we did. <laughs> we'll do it again <laughs> another time. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> there goes Mama. That was fun. All right. So just the two different this week. I'm four up as we head into the weekend. I kind of like her hunch on the Detroit game. i got to be honest with you. I can see it. I just like her uh, her reasoning. Is I feel bad. The man cried. He's he's had a lot of tough beats. Did you did you watch that press conference? No, 
No, I had no idea that he was weeping at the podium like Dick Vermeil. No. It wasn't like Dick Vermeil. It was the opposite. It was a it was a studly cry. It was a, it was a, like this man was broken because he cared. I mean, first of all, he's huge. Nobody's ever saying a damn word back to him. That guy's a monster. Secondly, um he was crying. Be- I mean, I've not seen a team lose in in that kind of dramatic fashion as frequently as Detroit has this year. That's just cruel. I mean, first of all, a man makes a 66-yard field goal on your ass. That is just wrong. Second, secondly, you you lose this game just like that again and another long and improbable field goal. And, you know, you saw he was talking about it. He was talking about how hard the guys have worked, how many times they've been in a position to win a game. And in the midst of talking about how hard they were working, you, he had to he had to pause. He was trying to keep it back, but he, his eyes started to well up. I was like, look at my man. Okay. So I could see players maybe maybe playing hard for that guy. I, I, I just – I think so. They keep losing dudes to injuries, though. At some point, you know, you're just not good, and then you, you your depth is hit. I mean, don't we know that story here on Saturdays for so many years? But at uh, some point. You know who does continue to play well for them is DeAndre Swift. Just keep it up, DeAndre Swift. You keep going, baby, every week. I wonder why. I wonder why you're rooting for them. <laughs> the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness. Two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. The speed has been, Tom, that uh, we've required from our friends at Xfinity to do this broadcast today from our respective homes while Matthew's there in the studio. Here we are uh, on our roadcasters, stream yard, you name it. Are we at a, uh, what are we at? What is it called? I don't even remember all the different speeds that Xfinity has. Well, I think we're on many megabits, you know, uh, the most megabits, uh, the best, <laughs> best megabits. We need, we need efficient megabits to be able to run the show. And we need bandwidth to be able to do it. And we're also making sure that we're hard line, right? You're, you've got the hard line connection to your Xfinity modem. Is that right? I do. Okay. Yeah, me too. I mean, the, the Wi-Fi is fine. And the Wi-Fi with Xfinity is great. You can find hotspots all across the country. If you're an Xfinity customer, you can find them. And that way you don't run up your data charges on your phone. But we want to be plugged in because we need to be – look at this. Look at the HD quality of your background right there. I'm looking at it. Incredible. I see yeah. That Pirates helmet is amazing. What is that? Is that – is that Screech from the Nationals? Who is that? Or is that the Pirates mascot? No, that's the Pirates mascot. That's What's the, his that's name? The, it's a parrot. Um, I don't know what his name is. I don't care Jolly, about him. Jolly Roger? Is that his name or something? Yeah, I don't remember what his name is. Well, uh, Pirate Pete? I don't know. Pirate Pete. Well, the, the, the point is, I wouldn't be able to see that in crystal clear quality without the quality of internet that we have, which is America's finest internet, and that's Xfinity. I, was gonna, I thought you were going to point to the little Buccaneers guy over here, or you were going to talk to maybe uh, over here at the football where Mike Norvell is thanking me. That's a signed ball where he thanked me. Um, there's a lot oh, of that's, Okay, that's the Norvell ball, yeah. See, i gotta, I got to spruce it up. I've got a few things back there, but there is some bald spots. You know, yeah, the- no, this is good. Our thanks to our friends at Xfinity. Get started. Call 1-800-XFINITY. Visit Xfinity.com or drop into an Xfinity store today for more details. There you go. Smooth read, buddy. Uh, yeah, so there you can see there's one. There's another one. i got another ball there that's signed. I've got a lot of stuff. My wife has now taken on the responsibility 
I changed things out. Now, that's the Walker Cup flag from the Walker Cup that uh, I was able to get from John Pock. That was awfully nice where he thanked me for my support. But I have a bunch of different things that we can change in and out of here throughout the course of um, these shows that we do from the house when we do them or any of the war chant reports or any of those type of things. It's easily next to Gene Williams, who has a locker and he built, you know, the stuff. Oh, he's got a man cave for the ages. Yeah. Right. But next to his setup, it's easily the best on the staff. And the cool thing is, again, we're trying to do this from our homes. Successfully, we are doing this from our homes thanks to Xfinity. That's the way that you know we're patching in and Director Matthew is there back at the studio. But none of this is possible if we don't have the internet quality that we need. So it's not just when we do the shows from home, folks. There could be times, you know, and, and I mean that non-radio shows, but there could be times that we you see us on the road and we're in wild places. Like yesterday, you were talking about going to the Dakotas. Maybe we can go to the high country and do a broadcast at some point. Oh, next buddy, the day will come that we take it to the high country to do a show with our roadcasters. And I'll tell you what, if that bar owner that we find and we say, hey, can we patch in? If he says, that's fine, I have Xfinity, I'm not going to have any doubt whatsoever. Man, this is the world champion of reads. You have done <laughs> Xfinity a solid, the likes of which most companies will never get. Uh, I want to point out something here. After last season's cancellations due to COVID-19, FSU will host a pair of exhibition games, by the way, at the TLCCC. Thursday, October the 28th. Here we are, Tom. It is October. It's October the 15th. Thursday, October the 28th at 7 o'clock, Mississippi College comes to town. Division II, Gulf South Conference, if you're wondering. Friday, November the 5th at 6 o'clock, it's the Aubrey Boyd game. We all know about that one. Florida College, NAIA. Uh, the Continental Athletic Conference will come to town as well. And we've got more updates on Florida State basketball because uh, we've got times and days. We knew dates. We didn't know, you know, exactly what time of day recently. Now we do. Um, so right off the bat, you know, when we play Penn, we're going to be on the ACC network at 9 o'clock at night, Tom. Uh, the Florida game is a 1 o'clock in the afternoon game, as it's been a lot lately. That's going to be on ESPN. Uh, when we play Tulane, that's an 8 o'clock game in November on the ACC Network. Uh, we need the ACC Network to, 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 I guess, certainly improve their coverage in general since they are a, a proud basketball conference. Yes, and we are, uh, oh, what do you think, one of the two or three leading faces of said basketball conference in the last Correct. five, ten years? I mean, it, that's not up for debate anymore. That's just what we are. And with Coach K departing, who knows if Duke can continue that excellence? Man, if you're doing a, a power ranking for the next three to five years, you'd be hard-pressed not to put Florida State number one or number two in the conference, given the upheaval that's happening at uh, Chapel Hill and then next year, obviously, in Durham. Well done using upheaval especially the way you enunciated upheaval. Uh, yes, uh, Purdue's game, that game against Purdue at Purdue will be on ESPN at 7 o'clock. Syracuse, the ACC home opener, is an ESPN game as well. We have a stretch of a bunch of ESPN games. It's cool. Uh, when we play South Carolina in beautiful Rock Hill, South Carolina, Tom, that is, uh, that is also going to be an ESPN game, ESPN 2. Uh, so we have several. Then you'll see some RSNs and TBAs and ESPNUs and stuff like that. But a lot of games on uh, on the mothership there. Yeah, it's funny. I, I was looking at the schedule yesterday just because, and I noticed that in, I think it's the month of February, as we go down the stretch, we play three consecutive roadies uh, on Saturdays. You know, you, you like to have those Saturday afternoon crowds. But we're going to go on the road for three consecutive weeks on Saturdays to play pretty good teams as we close down the season. The final week will be Notre Dame here, but those three weeks prior, 
they're good teams we're playing on the road. Oh, buddy, to answer your question, to to illuminate that, you are correct. February the 12th, we play at North Carolina, 2 o'clock on ESPN. We do get a Tuesday game, which is never fun, against Clemson. That's here. But then we go back on the road February 19th on a Saturday against Duke. That is a 6 o'clock game, ESPN. And then we're on the road the following Saturday again, as you noted, at Virginia. Uh, and that is an ESPN game as well. So those three roadies in successive Saturdays are Carolina, Duke, and Virginia. Yeah, that'll that'll test your metal. So that's why in the first half of the schedule, let's go get fat because the the first half of that ACC schedule is one that you can rack up the wins just in case, just in case. It's not that we can't beat North Carolina or we can't beat Virginia or Duke. We beat them all the time. That's but correct. When you play three consecutive Saturdays on the road in those circumstances, yeah, that uh, one and two in that stretch I think would be acceptable. Would we take that right now, or are you greedy enough and say you want two and one? Well, it's funny because I've learned not to underestimate what this team is late in the year and, and what they can become. You know, on the surface, if you tell anybody, I'm talking about any team in the country just about, hey, right now you'll go one and two if you want it. We'll give it to you with three roadies again at the end of the year when you're tired against Carolina, Duke, and Virginia. I think most teams would take one and two there if you could guarantee it, right? Yeah. Um, but I have to admit, man, I'm one of these guys that has so much faith in what they've been able to put together and the way they gel most of the time. I mean, you don't make three straight sweet 16s unless you're doing something really right. I'll take my chances. You know what? I'll take my chances. And I, I, they've earned that from me. I, I'll, let's go play the games and see what happens. I don't need to make a bargain. I do like that the ACC gave us the opportunity to, even though it's here and not up there, rectify the loss to Notre Dame from last year late in the season. Remember that one and how awful that was and the timing of it and just everything about that game should have been easy breezy and it wasn't. Uh, I think it was their senior day at Notre Dame and that was a bad team, but they got up for one particular game and it affected our seating. As it turned out, we ran out of gas last year anyway as, as a group. We maybe had played one good game in our last six or seven. Yeah, We've got a chance to make that right. Welcome Mike Bray to town and tell him to get the hell up out of here and you're a part of the league too but you're a part of the league that loses to us every time you come down to Tallahassee. That's what you are. Yes, that would be great. By the way, the ACC tournament, not to go overlooked here, the capper on the basketball talk before we come back and look at baseball. Make some picks, actually. We're going to add, since there's not a lot of baseball left, we're going to make some picks on the back end here, Tom, of the games that we're most excited about on the college football slate. But just so you know, Tom, this technology that we've used today – and it's gone swimmingly, and we're in the waning minutes of our Friday show. Yeah, this travels. That's why we wanted to test it. Just so you know, in March, that's right, the ACC tournament is in Brooklyn. Ooh. Oh, buddy. Buddy. When I, walk, when I walk the earth for a month between frequencies and uh, website occupations, I scoped out so much good stuff that you can find in Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens. Yeah. Let's, Let's make that trip. Yeah, that's uh, I'm in it. Uh, that's a that's a good trip. Uh, that's that's March eighth through the twelfth, and then on the heels of that, buddy, I'll be off to Montana. But that's a different conversation for another time. We'll talk about that later. I'm gonna go ahead and take it out to Montana in March. Going to be a lot of fun, but we'll get into that at a later date. Uh, in fact, let's come back, wrap it up momentarily. Let's look at those games. We'll do it next. Jeff Cameron Show, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the WarChant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. 
wrapping it up on this Libations Friday. Thanks for bearing with us as we uh, engaged in the grand experiment. I think so far, so good. I'll have to go back and hear that audio, but I think we've been able to pull it off, Tom. That is exciting. I'm looking forward to uh, being able to take this show on the road. That's really what we were trying to do today to find out how easily we could do that. I think we have figured out uh, some ways to make it happen. By the way, Probable is brought to you by North Florida Payroll Services. North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding and integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFloridaPayroll.com. All right. Yay. Yay. Um, I didn't even I didn't even bother with it. I'm so disappointed. We got so uh, robbed of what we wanted. Uh, I will say that. I, the Red Sox-Astros should be fun. Uh, Dodgers-Braves, come on, Atlanta. Can you please? I can't root for the Dodgers. I can't do it. By the way, today for Boston, it is Chris Sale and Fromber Valdez. Uh, so that's your matchup, Red Sox-Astros. Now, you and I, Tom, wanted to go through and take a look at some of these uh, top 25 matchups or the Friday night games as well. Any of these games that you want to start with, fire away. Let's go. All right. Yeah, I see that there are two ranked games there right now, but I think the game that we're all looking for tonight is in the ACC. So I'm going to switch over to the ACC very quickly, and I'm going to see that Clemson-Syracuse number, 13.5. It's holding. It's holding at 13.5. I like Syracuse to cover in this game. I think we defer on that. Is that right? We do. I'm going to um, – this harkens back to the old days, Tom. We've we got to put it up on the big board. You and I, head-to-head, some matchups for the first time in a long time. I will take Clemson to cover tonight and hope like hell that I lose this bet. I think I still owe you, I don't know, a small truckload of tall boys. So uh, I, I got on a run late at the end of our time there, Tom, and, and, and we both know it was – uh, everybody gets hot sometimes. So, you know, if you see me out and about in town, you know, just go ahead and pick me up a tall boy every now and again. Okay, you got it. No problem. Yeah. Uh, as for the rest of the slate tonight, I mean, it's just something to be on the television. If I'm feeling froggy on a bye week, then I guess I'll stay up and watch Cal and Oregon if it stays interesting at the second half. But I think it will. I think it will, Tom. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I think it Was will. that a part of your slate on the uh, the other place of uh, employment and war- on uh, YouTube? I got the under in that game. I will tell you that I think that Cal will be in that. It's really weird. Um, that game is that, that the game is weird. First of all, Oregon, since they won the game on the road against Ohio State, has not looked like that team. Very strange. There, remember, we never thought highly of their quarterback to begin with because we saw him when he was at Boston College. Correct. He could be great for drives at a time, even right. a half at a time, and then awful for a full game or two at a time that was always the hallmark of what who he was yeah um he's completing 51 percent of his passes yep 51 percent that is ass sorry i mean you are gonna be in games if you only complete 51 percent no matter what you are out on the perimeter if your quarterback can't hit those guys i'm telling you should be fun do you agree with lee sterling on the ucf cincinnati game because that gus does get up for one game inexplicably every year i know he doesn't have players but they should never have beaten Alabama all those years at Auburn. I wonder if he's still got the magic to dip into that one-week game plan and the hook at 21-and-a-half might be enough. I think Cincinnati rolls big. I agree with Lee. I don't – I you know, I'm not a Gus guy. I've ripped him since the start of the year. I thought it was a bad hire, and I still think it's a bad hire. And, no, I don't, I don't like the game. I love Oklahoma State-Texas. That's a great game. This is a gut-check game for Texas because you come off a devastating loss, obviously, a game in which you led 28-7 to in the Red River. Now you got to turn around and face an Oklahoma State team that's undefeated. And, oh, by the way, here's the problem with a game like this. When you're mentally – if you're not in it, 
Oklahoma State plays great defense right now. That's the only way they win games. It's crazy to think about Mike Gundy teams playing good defense, but it goes back to last year, and they continue to do so, and they run the hell out of the football. So they're going to challenge you to stick your head in there. It ought to be interesting. Should be a fun game. So should Auburn and Arkansas. Florida, I think, probably ends Ed Ogeron's time at LSU. That 11.5 just feels so damn light for the situation that LSU's program is in. Well, you know, this might be the game in which Max Johnson decides to pick up the phone, Tom. So I'm just here to tell you that uh, be watching that game closely. We may have a decision to make here in Tallahassee. We both agree that Kentucky and 21 and a half is a better play than the other side, right? That that's a lot of points. I got it at the beginning of the week at over 24. Okay. Well, that's a good, yeah, that extra field goal helps. Helps matters. Uh, take, take the under in the Purdue-Iowa game. Both play good defense. Take the under in that game if you're wondering. Okay. Alabama, Mississippi State. Do you think this is a classic case of Alabama getting things right and then obliterating Mississippi State? Or yes. eroded Starkville is closer than the experts think? By the way, Eric, thank you so much. Thank God it's Friday. Get some eat drinks for football games this weekend, Jeff and Tom. See you guys next Friday, UMass weekend. Sounds good, Eric. Appreciate you uh, contributing to the cause. I think it's a get-right game for Alabama. I do think Alabama has real problems on defense. I don't love the Mississippi State offense. Okay. I like this game, NC State and Boston College, because it tells us a little bit more about what we're going to be seeing in the back half of the season. I know we got about a minute to go, but that's one that, even though it's on ACC Network, I'll do the extra legwork to go find it and put it on the TV because I want to scout. Tom, Boston do, Tom, without their... do you, do you want Boston College, buddy? No. No, I don't. Oh. Okay. All right. I, no, I'm not playing the number. This is a pure work. This is a work game to watch, yeah. not yeah. for money. And then there's the capper, buddy. Saturday night, 10 o'clock, Utah to take control of the division at plus 600. Come on, Utes. Let's go, baby. Run the football. Let's go. Do you want me to pick Utah just because for, for you? You want me to pick because it's a pick them. No, you pick whoever the hell you want to pick. I picked I pick Utah in the offseason, so I'm I, I going to ride and die with my Utes. By the way, thanks for making this possible, Tom. Good work. Really good work as well from you, Matthew. Thanks for uh, you guys, as always. Enjoy your weekend. Happy Libations Friday. Peace, everybody. Be good. Do you remember me? I used to sit next to you at school.